0: Hey, Go-Getters, I believe you must go after your divine purpose and live in your truth. You must be ready to achieve your goals if you're listening to this podcast. I'm Rev Reb a Gold Digger coach. It's not about wanting more. It's about getting your piece of the pie and enjoying it. Please do me a favor and rate this podcast and write a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers and share this podcast link with others who are ambitious like yourself. And remember, a better you makes a better world. Welcome to Gold Table Talk. And we're going to get going on um, making money moves. So just allow me to share our uh, slideshow tonight and what we have here. And I pray that everybody's getting something out of it and if nothing else, really uh, getting you uh, excited about what you can do and and the advantages that we really do have now to actually make. Somebody may have heard something that they don't necessarily want to do, but maybe somebody else can uh, get on that bad way.
1: I, I received further confirmation that Bitcoin is a good uh, uh, avenue to invest money and um, you know, with the proper guidance that it's, it's still a good look for um, possible investing.
0: Okay, okay, I like that, all right. So we're gonna look more into that for sure, for sure. So thank you, Lisa. All right, well, we're in it to win it. This is our inspiration for this evening. The only difference between a rich person and a poor person is how they spend their time. So I want to thank everyone for investing their time in Gold Table Talk. In this series, Making Money Moves, because, you know, you guys should be proud of yourselves. You know, I'm sure you could have been any place else, but we're talking about um, improving our finances. We're talking about being better stewards to what God has given us and also being more disciplined with our time so I want to thank you for um joining and and spending your time this way and like I always like to tell you I don't want to waste your time because I know you can be doing other things so we're going to get through this gold table talk and move on all right um here are six lessons that we can uh reflect on. Some of these you guys have heard since we've been doing the series, but um these are just some lessons from Rich Dad Poor Dad. The financially free don't work for money. Well, we know we we uh, really got into that one. The financially free work for financial literacy, right? And that's what we're here tonight. We're we're trying to um be more uh financially stable with information right and he said this is the the era of information that is very easy for us to do that lesson three to become financially free you have made you you have to mind your own business and we know what that meant you know Keep doing what you're doing, but go be over there mining your own business, starting your businesses, acquiring assets, and all that good stuff. Lesson four: the financially uh, free. Study taxes and the power of corporations. And we did a whole uh, evening on that. And we know that we definitely um, have to um, acquire accounting so we can do better in our our taxes and. Um, Learn more of the power of corporations. And when we do start our businesses, we are going to make sure we understand what it all means as far as being a corporation, right? Since we learned such good information. Lesson five, the financially free, invent money. And that was our topic last week. And that was quite interesting, right? And lesson six, to become financially free, work to learn, don't work for money, And that's what this lesson is going to be talking about. Um, And so we're going to hear more there. Okay. Uh, Another thing that we learned in this series is, you know, about cash flow, you know, four ways to produce income. And uh, E, once again, um, had to do with minding your own business. Yes, you have a job, right? Have a job. But there's some information there about, you know, um, what we can learn, you know, time and money. Yes, you have a job, Um, be a business owner. You know, we have some business owners on the call tonight, you know, um, and how uh, that's a good strength to have to be a business owner, you know, leveraging 95 percent of the wealth and um, self-employment, you know. Um, be your own uh, job, right? And um, also we talk so much about investors and that's what's acquiring access through all types of ways, right? So that's that's uh, very, very important. So we want to get our cash flowing the way it's supposed to through these four different ways, you know? And you can do all four of these at one time, you know? And we know Robert was doing these all, all at one time, you know? His money was making money for him and he was over there working his job and he was just doing all kinds of things. So we've learned a lot. Any questions before I go any further? Okay, so let me start our lesson for this evening. Now, let me ask you, <laughs> before we move on, did anybody hear anything that that um kinda caught them and said, hmm, maybe this is something I couldn't pull. Anybody? This this is Gail.
2: I I wanna say this is the second time I've heard something like this today. Oh. I know a young man who left his job after working there for maybe about ten years. And decided that I'm not going to work there anymore. I'm going to do something else. And we were looking at it from the point of view of medalliums. Medalliums are not scared to leave their job and go do something else. You know, people my age would probably say, oh no, I'm not leaving my security. But anyway, he, he He floundered around for a while and then he found something that he thought he would like. And it was a smaller company that really needed a person to help them organize their uh, purchasing um, department. And so he went there and he likes it. And I, I don't know, it just, Said to me what this man was saying, that he was he he wanted to work at something he wanted to do, rather than to work for money. He wanted to work for things that he got fulfillment out of, and um, and I just thought that was sort of following and what he says. He was working for knowledge because he he was able to leave one thing and go work at something else and get knowledge. I think that that's very true of younger people. They're not afraid to uh, to move. I think old, older people look at security. Well, I got security here. I got a, a pension here. I got oh, health insurance here. So I'm not moving, you know. When uh, <laughs> what he's saying, when you move and you get knowledge, you can do so much with this knowledge. So I just thought that was
0: great. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad that that um, helped you in some area, you know, to learn more skills. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I know one thing he says, you know, the, the whole chapter six has a lot more to say, but he says that jobs are paying just enough So you don't leave, (laughs) (laughs) and if you're in a specialty, you you get you can get stuck there, and they Mm -hmm. don't want to promote you out of that because you're so good at it. You know, I know some people sue companies for that. I think they call it the, the Peter Principle or something like that. But yeah, that can happen. You can get stuck in these specialties. All right, anybody else? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just going to recap before we, we go into the uh, questions that he has there, you know, um, learning skills crossing over. I had a job one time that it was required that the team, which were, um, everybody was a different type of resource. Everybody didn't do the same thing, but we were all on the same team but everybody had to learn everybody's job. And it was like, wow, they want us to like, why would you want me to learn what that person is doing? But you know, it, it did make sense because you, it was a benefit to us. We didn't see it at first. We said like, oh man, this is gonna be like so boring. But then you not only learn um, their job and, and their skill set, but you have more appreciation of, of of them as far as being a team member of of how they were contributing to the team and what it took. So, I thought that was a good thing that a company I worked for did. So, all right, let's see. I did take some notes. Anybody take any notes, feel free to jump in.
1: This is Lisa. What I thought was interesting was he was saying this, there are people who just look for a job and I often find myself mentoring the young people and my family and around me and telling them, you know, oh, auntie, I got a new job. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I I need you to at some point stop looking for jobs and look for a career, look for something that's going to give you stability, longevity, you know, once you have a wife, you have children, you know, you can't just go from job to job, you know, are you going to get a pension? Do they have a 401k? And yes, you have passions, on the side, but once you have the stability, then now you're free to go and explore your music, explore other things, you know, that you want to do, but, you know, looking, for, going from job to job is, is not the answer, but a lot of people, you know, as he was saying, you know, are, are looking for that temporary fix. Well, I got this job, you know, I, I better stay here, um, and then they're afraid to, to venture out. They keep getting a job doing what they've always done, even if it's just a little bit of money. Uh, right. And afraid to go venture out and try to learn something new and do something that has um, potential for them to have some professional growth. Mm-hmm.
0: So true, so true. That is so true. Um, um,
1: I, I like
3: the. I like the. Well, he's actually referred to a biblical principle, is that once you give, you will receive right back. So that was interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, my pastor always said you can't beat God given. <laughs> you, know, you can't beat it, and then you know uh, once you're able to to give, he, you're not going to be able to to beat His giving back. You know, through whatever means, whatever means, you know. So that that I, I certainly believe that. I certainly believe that. And you know, Robert talks about the many ways that he was given, and one of his Big way of giving back was through teaching what he had learned, uh, uh, spreading his knowledge, you know. So, yep. All right. Anyone else? Okay. Well, he talked about that second job, going back to what Lisa said, you know, he talked about that getting a second job to teach you a skill set, you know. And I like to even go a little further. You could internship. Somewhere, you know, I I had a girlfriend that you know, um, bought a restaurant right across from uh, a college down here, and it's doing quite well. And um, you know, I I wanted to get into to more of managing um, a restaurant and work alongside her because that's what she was doing. Her skill set was was management. You know, and um, that was a very important skill set for her to have to be able to run the business. So, you know, just looking long term with a, a, a business with my son, you know, I said, you know, I would love to, you know, and and I could watch how she uh, runs a business to learn um, more, you know, to not a uh, restaurant management skill set. So, you know, that's, that's something that I thought was, was good. Um, he tells a story, uh, this, this one lady interviews him for this big, you know, conference he's about to do. And she's a, you know, um, a good writer. And, and she starts asking him after the interview, you know, how, how were you able, you're such a great writer. And he's like, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not a good writer. And she says, oh, my goodness, but you sold millions. And then he he picks up his book and he shows it to her. He says, what does that cover say? Best selling author. He says, I sold the book. (laughs) He said it didn't say best writing author like you would be. So he suggests to her because she's so great, but lacks marketing skills and selling skills that maybe... She needs to learn that skill so she can sell her material. Well, hey, she got offended. I I would never do that. I'm not going to get into sales. And, And she didn't get it. He clearly told her, I am a horrible writer. I was good at selling. And that's what he saw. He got best selling. So I thought that was quite interesting. Um, that um, that he really hones in on sales and marketing. How many of us kind of hate sales? It can make you really like <laughs> I used to have my real estate license years ago and it, you know I, I hated like steering people to property that I knew they didn't like selling I knew right then and there. Maybe this is not my thing. Well the problem was I really hadn't been taught right You know, I went and got my real estate license, but I really could have used some training in the sales area. You know, I really could have used some training there. And um, now I know, you know, that could have really helped my real estate uh, business. So he really talks about sales and marketing and don't be afraid of rejection. Well, who likes that? Who likes that? Anybody on here uh, good at sales? I think Desi's good at sales. If my sister yeah. was here tonight, Deborah, I think she's good at sales. Yeah. She's sales
3: good. has never been yeah. a, a big selling thing for me. I, I like you with the real estate
1: right. and
3: anything else that someone says, oh, Sophia, you want to sell this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> So I should do that right away because you know how people do the candlelight parties and all those other things, and yes, like, oh,
0: no. paparazzi, <laughs> all yeah. that. Yeah, I could buy it for days, but you know, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, another animal. So, yeah,
3: not, yeah, that's not my forte. <laughs> I, I,
0: I could sell, sell that. Say
1: it? it's a necessary skill, right? Go ahead, Lisa. Yeah. I can sell the heck out of something when it's not my full time job to sell it. If I believe in something and I truly, you know, like it, you know, like certain car that I love to drive or certain food or a restaurant, if you provide a good service, oh, I will sell your services. I mean, you'll have customers flooding and people say, Oh, you should be in sales. no, I'm not a good salesperson. You know, they go, What do you mean? Because I don't want to have to convince somebody of something I don't believe in or depend on the sale for my livelihood, you know. But um, I've been told, you know, that I'm a good salesperson. But it has to be recreational because I want to, excuse me, not because I feel like I have to.
0: Right, right. Or, or, you know, find something that sells itself. (laughs) Find something good. I think real estate is something that can sell itself, but you still have to get your inventory out there for it to be recognized, you know, so. Right. It's, it's, it's really something, but he, I'm, I'm telling you, he said, this is a necessary skill to be able to sell. Now, my son is a chef, but he also is he is such a, a character. He's a natural salesman. He sells himself before he sells everything because he's so good at it, <laughs> he's so good at it, you know? But he doesn't realize that's what he's doing, you know? You're so convinced. <laughs> You're convincing, <laughs> so. You know, I I know that some people are uh, naturally gifted in that area, you know, so, okay.
3: I I like the part where it says the world is filled with talented poor people. Not that I like the word, (laughs) word, but you know what I mean? It points out that there's so many people that are poor just making ends meet. Right. But they're talented. And if they were to just, you know, dwell into their talents and, you know, like sell themselves better, they could go a lot further.
0: Right. And and the thing is that, you know, we have these natural talents that, that we were born with, right? And if we discover those early on, then we can nurture those talents to, you know, to go on the bigger things because you really can't, you know, God gave them to you. It's not like we can say, oh, well, I'm not gonna use these talents, you know, but God gave them to us for a reason, right? I would think it's for us to to prosper in the gifts and talents that he gave us. And what I, uh, Robin is saying, you know, you got this talent, but if you just learn these other little skills, you're one skill away from marketing your talent in some capacity. You know, and I and I think that is um, definitely something true. And and he talks about in there that you probably don't want to get into multi level marketing. He said, but guess what? You can get out of it the free training. <laughs> you can they will train you to sell that stuff. And um, if you can get in like into a free training program and these multi level marketing things, they will train you. And you'll be like, wow, they have all these products and they want to see it move, so they will train you. So he suggests that you um, don't shy away from these things to more or less embrace them. All right, so we're gonna go on to the questions here and really get this conversation rolling here. is a rich dad, poor dad. Once again, the rich side, what is he doing? He is uh, working on his financial IQ, courage, creativity, money, knowledge, skills, and assets. And on the other side, we go to school, specialization, job security, and retirement benefits, just like my mom just talked about, right? Isn't that something? But the other uh, mindset that we need to have is this financial um IQ to strengthen our financial IQ have courage to step out of the box be creative we know in this pandemic there's so much uh to uh to build upon you know to, to the opportunities are there and um money uh knowledge and once again build up our skill set and acquire assets so we're going to continue to do that so here are some questions here the first question says, <clears throat> "This, see it. Okay. it says, Mm-mm. do you know an, an extremely talented, um, do you know extremely talented people who make very little money and what could they be doing differently? Well, I think we kind of spoke to these um not too long ago you know an extremely talented uh, people who make very little money I'm going to make you guys laugh me <laughs> okay mm-hmm. I feel that I have uh, some talent that I really haven't um, uh, monetized uh, well yet put it that way
1: uh, anybody
0: else? You guys are talented. How do you feel?
1: Hmm. I definitely haven't tapped into my gifts yet. I have identified what they are. And, you know, like I've shared in the past, it's just a matter of me pulling the trigger. Um, right. One of my gifts is making other people pursue their gifts. So that gift, I, that, that gift I have started using and I have started being a, a supporter and cheerleader and encourager of other people to, to go out and, and uh, you know, pursue their vision when I can see that they're ready and they're at a further point than I am, you know? And I'm like, I'm right behind you, you know, I'm, I'm the biggest cheerleader right now. But okay. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm surrounded by people who are talented. And like you said, all of the ladies on this, uh, on this panel, um, certainly.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Lisa definitely has the gift to, um, I mean, she can see, you know, I think she has a spiritual gift. I I know she has a spiritual gift that she can see. She can see these gifts and talents um, in people that they may not, you know, necessarily see and just sitting dormant or haven't really had the confidence to activate them. And she's like an activator (laughs) and get you going. And she has certainly has helped me in this uh, last year with Gold Diggers um, and seeing some things that I could uh, do better, you know, and I appreciate that because that's that's what I want to do. I want to get better at it. So uh, listen to Lisa. Listen to Lisa. She she knows and spot on on some things. You know, my, my mom is very talented herself. She has always had the gift of uh, cre- uh, creativity and you know, with art and things like that and um yeah and, and makes things, you know. So um it's if if we had that skill of marketing, how to market all that she knows how to do, you know, man, I who knows where my mom would be, you know, with all that creativity that she has. But I tell you, she she gives it and I think she is rewarded Um, other ways. So I I believe she knows that she has definitely uh, been blessed by uh, her return on on giving those gifts and talents and teaching people how to do it, you know? So that's um, great. What could they be doing differently? Learning that skill (laughs) to market it, you know, to get it out there. Somebody said it quite bluntly. Just put yourself out there. You gotta put yourself out there, you know? And of course, there are big companies that do that. Big marketing companies that will take, um, you know, sometimes you come by way of an agent. An agent will, you know, uh, go to a marketing company for, you know, for their talent and say, I want you to get this person out here. And it costs money because that's what they do. That's what they do. So, okay, so let's move on. Have you sought additional skills beyond your specialty? And what was the result? Have you sought additional skills beyond your specialty? Mom, um, go ahead. I'm going to let you think. And I can tell you a uh, skill set that I had to. You know, when I first got into ministry, um, you know, I love the word. I love the word, but there was a a art to... Um, being able to uh to preach it and we call it you know your presentation you know you could you could have three preachers with the same exact manuscript but to learn how to present it was a skill that was a a a skill that you know you just didn't go up and just read it and you know but when you actually felt what you were reading and were able to express it through, you know, uh, authentic you know, your authenticity you can say it that well, but you were authentic in expressing it because you can identify it so there was a whole thing with presentation. So that was a skill that I had to um, uh, go and learn, you know, to be a better uh, presenter or orator, and, and I did I did, I did uh, went to school and, and learned more about it. And it was just more than just public speaking. It was more than that, you know what I'm saying? So it was pretty much to sum it up, storytelling. You know, storytelling, well. So anybody else, sort out any additional skills beyond your specialty?
1: Mm.
0: Okay. Well, maybe that's what we need to do, right? Something to think about. And that's what we're here to do to um, to really I'm, I'm not here to tell anybody what to do but to cultivate thought for you to see was well, this for me or not you know so you know take take what you need it says was there a time you stayed in a secure job rather than striking out in a position that might have gained you more in the long run was there a time that you stayed in a secure job? Yeah, I I thought this was a secure job. I'm not leaving. I got job security. I'm not going anywhere, you know. But let's just say, had we stepped out, something else in the long run, you know. Well,
2: I think I I think that that's what I was saying about this young man. You know, he, he had a secure job. Uh huh. But it it wasn't satisfaction right so he stepped out and now he's doing something that he feels that gives him satisfaction and um, and I I think what you're saying here or what he was saying Mm -hmm. is that you get stuck you stay where you are because you're looking for this security but but you're missing the prize because you have more to give, but but you won't let go of what you have. Yeah, so you think you're going to get that promotion
0: that sometimes never comes. Yeah, or yeah for that promotion that sometimes never comes. and then or, it's five years later. Like, why do I keep getting overlooked? And the employers know; they know what's happening. You know, and sometimes you just have to be aggressive, you know, you have to be aggressive when it comes to that time, you know, it, uh, are you gonna promote me or not? You know, you just sometimes you just have to see, you know, but yeah, we can get comfortable.
3: That goes on in a lot of my companies, like a lot of people think they have, they're gonna stay in one position and they're gonna just, just move up in the levels but it turns out that in order to move up, you actually have to move out, go to a different area, learn skill set over there, then apply for another job on a different level. That's sort of the only way you get recognized to move wow. up to you
0: know, But so how to long be- does it learn to, to learn what you just learned? Did, did it tell you out the gate or did you happen to learn that? on your own well
3: that's what I've learned while I'm there now I see that's how people are moving up the level because they go well they you know like logistically they should be the next in line but it doesn't work that way you actually have to go from there either go to another division in the company learn some skill sets there and then once you're there then reapply for that next level that you really wanted
0: Mm. Okay. okay yeah
3: so that's interesting that I find
0: yeah wow alright anybody else before I move on okay it said if someone were to ask you advice on what the most important skill um, for them to learn in their working life what would you tell them now we're here what do we wish somebody had told us at twenty, as far as the skill set?
3: Uh, learn everything that you possibly can, <laughs> learn- and also take a copy of this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would say just learn as much as you possibly can because uh, even in this climate, we see that things change, and we have to be flexible. Uh, we just don't know what tomorrow holds. So one minute you could be doing this job, next minute you needed to do a different job. And things are currently, they're changing very rapidly.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree. I would say learn to advocate for yourself and know your work and have the confidence to be prepared to leave if you are not being valued.
0: Yeah. I like that advice. I like that advice. Okay. Anybody else? That's that's a good one. The most important skill that we we can, we've learned and can share with someone else that's coming up the road, you know. Get the skill sets needed. If you wanna be whatever you wanna be, get the skill sets that are needed right and and robin did a lot of going certain places even in the military he went in the uh a part of the military just to learn leadership then he left that you know so it learned the skill sets that are are needed for what you're trying to do and sometimes you know he says don't um don't get paid to earn get paid i mean learn be more concerned about learning than earning i thought that's right yeah. be more concerned about learning than earning or later on those dividends are going to add up for you. so yes
1: I, I find also too teacher that um uh communication skills have helped me you know where i didn't have a degree my ability to communicate effectively verbally and written has um, oftentimes landed me promotions that other people with high credentials and more experience did not get because they just weren't able to articulate themselves. So even though I thought I was a good writer and a good communicator, every chance I got in the corporate setting to take um, business writing classes or communications classes that you know force you to get in front of a, a room and do a presentation, right. I, I took advantage of it. Um, you know, and, and it paid off.
0: Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay. Congratulations to you, Lisa, because I know you have those great skills. I know you. You. just for those of you that don't know, and, and I and I and I like to share this because I think it was quite nice. You know, when I put my web page up, Lisa looked at my bio, and 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 it, it critiqued it. You know, and and I just think that was fantastic, you know, and and made it look better than it was, sound better than it was, you know. uh, Made me sound like somebody else. (laughs) That's a skill set. That is definitely a skill set. So I thank you, Lisa. You definitely have some mad skills there, you know. So, all right. Um, What role does giving play in your life what role does giving play in your life well I think he said
2: something here he said he said the rich man will give to charities the poor man waits until he has something to give before he gives and nine out of ten times he he never gets it to give what what he says well when I get it I'll give it but then yes. he never gets it
0: yeah that's something
2: mm-hmm
0: yeah and I guess you kind of answered the second part of that do you see it as an important part of your success you know or, yes. yes yes absolutely hmm absolutely you know that's and and that's where Robert is trying to get us, you know, where we can get to that place and we can just give, give freely, you know, to charities, to churches, you know. Uh, it's very big in, in the church, and and it's not big in the church, you know, it's God word, you know, to give your your um, your tithe and and things like that, but, you know. But people have a hard time with with that because they're not, you know, they they're not even saving. themselves so that becomes a challenge you know but if you uh work this thing out in a way where you're learning to be more disciplined so you can do it it can it certainly can be done you know so giving is very important for sure um and it's not always about giving money right it's not always about giving money um and giving your, your gifts and talents to people that need it.
2: Yes, You're giving your gifts and talents. Yes.
0: People that need it. Uh-huh. It says, what are the different ways you could give that aren't that you aren't currently? What are the ways that you could give that you aren't currently? Now we gotta look at ourselves. Well what can we give? What are different ways we could give that aren't that we that we aren't currently doing right something to think about something to really think about and know that you know it is certainly um, more blessed to give than to receive Hey, Radical Gold Diggers, I hope you got a gold nugget out of this podcast to help you nail your goals. Please do me a favor and rate this podcast and write a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at 2020 Radical gold Diggers and share this podcast link with others who are ambitious like yourself. And remember, a better you makes a better world.